Hello, welcome to Academy Days, a Christian fiction podcast for teen girls. I'm your host and author, Judith. Welcome to the story. Academy Days, Episode 28, An Open Door. That limousine is out front again, Wendy Wells said, leaning around her open locker door. Carmen Oliver looked up from collecting her folder of debate notes. Mrs. Sawyer is out front. With all the extra end-of-the-school-day traffic, it was an odd time for Mrs. Sawyer to take an afternoon drive. Wendy's eyes widened. You know who owns that limo? Carmen grinned. Wendy, I've known for months. Don't you remember Ira's and my history project? She was one of our primary sources of information. Wendy blinked. Was that presentation on the same day as when Luca Finn had to go home to help his dad with some sick cows, and I was pretty sure Easton was in for a mad cow disease epidemic? Because I may have been slightly distracted that day? I have no idea. Carmen zipped her backpack closed. I wonder why she's here. She said goodbye to Wendy and headed for the elevator. When she reached the front portico, she spotted Mom standing near an open window of Mrs. Sawyer's limo. Mom waved Carmen over. How are you, dear? Mrs. Sawyer called out as Carmen approached. Good. Are you here to pick up Miss Mallory? Mom shook her head. She's here to talk to us. Did you make any plans for tonight? She'd like us to come over for dinner. Carmen shook her head. Nope. Just doing research for the debate tournament in a couple of weeks. She smiled at Mrs. Sawyer. But eating some of your housekeeper's food will help my brain, I'm sure. Mrs. Sawyer laughed. There will be cake. At six o'clock, Carmen and Mom entered through the front double doors of Mrs. Sawyer's mansion. Now, after visiting several times, Carmen looked around herself inside. It was all so beautiful. But she'd made memories here now, too. Memories of laughing and talking with Ira and Mrs. Sawyer and eating mass quantities of cake. The luxurious surroundings actually felt home-like. Whenever Carmen had come before, she'd visited with Mrs. Sawyer on the sun porch. But tonight, she and Mom were shown into the formal dining room. The place settings looked heavy and expensive and paintings and gilt frames hung on the red walls. Even the gold curtains looked expensive, with their tasseled cords and fringes. So much for homey. Carmen sat down, keeping her back straight. What was with the formality? Why weren't they just eating finger food in the solarium like usual? Then, Edie and her husband brought in the food, Carmen's knife slid into the steak on her plate, and she ate the most tender piece of meat she'd ever tasted in her life. Never mind. This was ten times better than spinach dip and French bread. I've enjoyed getting to know Carmen so much, and I wanted to meet her mom, too, Mrs. Sawyer said. Do tell me about yourself, Mrs. Oliver. Mom started to explain how she'd grown up in California, but I moved to Easton after meeting Carmen's father online. She glossed over Dad's philandering and eventual leaving. 
and focused more on Nana, and how she and Nana had come to know the Lord. "'And what do you do for a living?' Mrs. Sawyer asked. "'I head up public relations and human resources at a little grocery store,' Mom explained. Mrs. Sawyer raised her eyebrows. "'Sounds busy. Do you enjoy it?' Mom nodded slowly. "'Yes, I do. I enjoy helping people, both our customers and employees.' Helping them understand how the organization can meet needs in their lives is rewarding. Mom took a sip of water. Though sometimes I grow weary with, well, knowing that in the end, the company just wants to make money. And if getting rid of a product only a few people want, or letting an employee go so that two jobs can be made into one helps the company make money, then that's what happens. It feels like duplicity sometimes. Mrs. Sawyer leaned forward, her cloth napkin clutched in both hands. Really? Mom shrugged. I know, I know, that's capitalism and I'm not against it. It's just, personally, I'd like to feel like I was wholly there to help people, plain and simple. Mrs. Sawyer scooted her chair back. Really? Carmen looked up. Why did Mrs. Sawyer look so excited? She practically hugged her dinner napkin. Mom didn't answer, just sort of blinked at Mrs. Sawyer before glancing over at Carmen. She raised her eyebrows as if to say, Is she all right? How many projects do you have to handle in, say, a week? Mrs. Sawyer asked. Mom curled her fingers around the stem of her water glass and swiveled back towards Mrs. Sawyer. Oh, it depends. I run our social media pages, deal with advertising designers and placement, put together the quarterly flyer, acclimate new employees, um, take in returns, sign people up for store rewards. Mrs. Sawyer suddenly planted her wrinkled hands on the table and stood up. Mrs. Oliver, will you come work for me? Carmen dropped her fork and stared at Mrs. Sawyer. Work for her? What could Mom possibly do for Mrs. Sawyer, other than dust and clean? But didn't Mrs. Winters come once a week and do that? I'm serious. I have a lot of resources, Mrs. Oliver, and lately I feel like a chicken, a very old and tough chicken, sitting on a golden egg. I need somebody to help me use it to help other people before it rots and starts to smell. Well, that was one way to view your money. I, I, you want me to? Mom's voice trailed off. I mean to start some charities, non-profits. And you've just expressed how much you'd rather help people than be mercenary. You obviously multitask well, and you are a Christian, which I assume makes you ethical. Am I right? Mom nodded. Yes. Shall I bring in dessert? Edie appeared in the doorway. Not now, Edie, Mrs. Sawyer said. Mrs. Oliver, I'm willing to pay you much beyond that grocery store salary of yours, and I have an empty apartment of rooms on the third floor accessible by elevator. 
still clutching her dinner napkin, she thumped the table. To be honest, I already knew somewhat about you from Mrs. Winters. I know you've been searching for a home you can afford. Well, the apartment will be one of your benefits. Also, I've been researching Carmen's condition. Aquatic exercise and hot tubs are a good means of therapy. I happen to have a pool and a hot tub, which would be free for your use at any time. You may use my car, my frequent flyer miles, my resort memberships in your travels for the Sawyer Charitable Foundation. That's the best name I could come up with, but perhaps you can think of something better. Carmen sat frozen, staring across the table at Mom. Mom's face was white, and she didn't seem able to pull her hand away from her glass of water. Well? Mrs. Sawyer asked. Well? I, Mom gulped, I, thanks. I'll need to pray about it. Pray? Oh. Mrs. Sawyer slowly sat down. Yes, yes. I suppose God might not like my money, considering, well, considering. She looked towards a portrait above the fireplace that pictured a man in a tailored tux. Her dead husband? She was probably thinking about how she'd married him to attain the easy life she now lived, and how she'd abandoned her sisters in the process. Mom relaxed her grip on the water glass. Oh, n no, I, I think God would be pleased with you to dedicate your money to his use, but I must know that God wants me to be the person to help you do that. Otherwise, I might make a mess of your charitable foundation. Mrs. Sawyer waved her hand. I highly doubt you would make a mess of anything. But all right, pray. Only, I do hope you complete the exercise in short order. She turned her head towards the dining room door. Edie, dessert! She turned towards Carmen. While your mother prays, what colors would you prefer in your room, Carmen? I'm afraid the decor on the third floor is dated. I found a few interior decorators in the area with good reviews. One of them, a Mrs. Pella, I believe, has even done some work for a senator. She might do. Carmen let out a shivering laugh, a sort of woozy feeling coming over her. I mean it, Carmen, and if you like... You can work for your mom this summer, and I'll pay you, too. What are you doing in the fall, anyway? Going to college? I can help you with that, too. I... Mrs. Sawyer. Mom's voice was firm. You do not have to bribe us or overcompensate us to work for you. If I am meant to do the job, I will do the job, whatever my salary. Mrs. Sawyer's eyes dropped, revealing lids shadowed in blue. Then you are a much better woman than me, Mrs. Oliver. Edie came in with something that looked like a chocolate volcano topped with snow. Mrs. Sawyer waved away her serving. Oh, I am suddenly exhausted. She smiled at Carmen and Mom. You eat. Eat as much as you like. I'm afraid I must go to bed immediately, or I'll work myself up. 
I always work myself up when I'm tired. Edie. Edie put down the volcano and helped Mrs. Sawyer out of the dining room. Carmen stared at the enormous dessert. I don't even comprehend what just happened, Mom said. Me neither, Carmen said. They dipped up helpings of gloriously gooey chocolate and then just sat there and stared at it. Edie re-entered the room and stood at the head of the table. She's overwhelmed you, and now you can't eat my dessert. She pursed her lips. I'll box it up for you, otherwise you'll wake up at two in the morning wishing you'd at least tasted it. A few minutes later, as Carmen and Mom got into their car, the distant thrum of motors grew nearer, the wind of the hill causing the sound to wax and wane, until finally a duel of whining, roaring motorcycle engines crested the hill, and two shiny bikes careened to a halt next to the Oliver car. "'Score!' yelled one rider, and pulled off her helmet. "'You cut across the lawn!' yelled the other, and tossed his helmet aside like a disposable cup. The front door of Mrs. Sawyer's house swung open, and Edie marched into sight. "'Your great-aunt is sleeping!' she hissed. "'Isn't she always?' the boy said. "'Got any food around, Edie? Graham and Pop are coming in their car.' You know how Graham is about stopping for fast food. Edie folded her arms. Yes, I know. Carmen slowly closed her car door. Were those kids related to Mrs. Sawyer? Except for Mrs. Sawyer's one remaining sister and Miss Mallory, Carmen had never heard of any other living relatives. What would these other relatives think of Mrs. Sawyer's newest plans? Let's get out of here, she whispered to Mom. Yeah, let's. Mom backed out of the driveway and onto the road. The girl and the boy only glanced towards them before heading into the house with Edie. I don't know, Carmen, Mom murmured. I just don't know. Carmen pictured Mrs. Sawyer, the way hope and dejection fought for a place in her eyes, her expression. Could she and Mom help Mrs. Sawyer? Or would they only become one more attempt Mrs. Sawyer tried to earn her way out of the pain of the past? Thank you for listening to another episode of Academy Days. Don't forget to check out the discussion question or the Bible verse reference in the details below. Until next time, bye!